back to the JR Take Sportscast. As always, got Ryan Rogers and Jonah Hoffman coming at you. Some exciting times in the PNW sports world right now as the Seattle Kraken are facing a Game 7 tonight. Chance to go to the conference championship, I believe. Yes. Against the other expansion team, which would be, I mean, has that ever happened in, like, any sport? No, it would be like the uh, Texans playing the Panthers, like, the year after they both entered the league. I guess, granted, the Panthers were in the 90s, but you get my point. Those are like, or maybe the Ravens. It would have been like, I guess, if, like, the Seahawks and the Bucks played each other in 77 or whenever that was, 76. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which I I don't think that's ever happened. And generally in sports, expansion teams are like terrible for a while. So. Yeah. Well, I think um I think a couple of years ago the Knights Vegas, they went to the Stanley Cup, their uh their um expansion rookie their season. Inaugural season. Their inaugural season and they ended up losing to the Capitals. But I think they changed the way that expansion teams drafted after Vegas did so well. So it's still pretty impressive that in our second season, we're like where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, Do you know what time the game is tonight? (sighs) I want to say five 30 or six, something around there. uh, I definitely want to try to watch it. Cause you know, there's a chance it could be the last one of the year, but hopefully not. Yeah. Game seven should be a, should be a good one. Um, facing elimination i have honestly i have faith in us because every time our back is up against the wall we respond uh and i mean isn't this our second game seven in a row now yeah and i mean we we've shown we have the endurance and the stamina to <coughs> stamina to keep uh to keep throwing punches back in a in a heavyweight battle so i uh i think we're gonna pull it off my my score prediction i'm gonna say five four cracking in overtime oh geez that would be pretty fucking exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be exciting to watch. And in other news, the Mariners have pulled back to 500, I want to say. Yes, they're back to 500. I think they're 18 and 18. Um, but they have a rookie pitcher, Bryce Miller. I don't know if you've seen the work he's put in, but he... I've seen has, some tweets. He's been a great uh, replacement uh, as far as, like, next man up for the loss of Robbie Ray. Uh, Is he out for the year? Yeah, he's. I believe he's getting Tommy John surgery, Ouch. so or something along the lines of getting surgery to prevent Tommy John. But yeah, he's done for the year. Um, but that being said, I was doing some uh, stat searching this morning on MLB.com, and I was just curious because I noticed that it kind of took us a while to be comfortable at 500 from last season, and uh, we were 29 and 39 on June 19th. 10 games under 500 and that is well over a month away. So mm-hmm. the fact that we're at 500 this early in the season, it's a little bit unusual for this group of guys, this Mariners team. So it's it's a good sign. Uh we have certainly a long ways away before the All-Star break and usually uh that's kind of when you can tell uh if we're going to be relevant or not in the second half of the season is if we're kind of in that 500 around that marker and the fact that we're here on June or May 15th, 14th, whatever day it is today. It's the 15th. Uh, 15th. Um, it's, it's, it's great. So Yeah, and I mean, generally it's like the all-star break. If you're at or around 500, you're like, all right, we're in play this season. And mm-hmm. uh, the fact that th- uh, a month out from now, last year, we were 10 games below 500. And 
we have a team right now that I think a lot of people would say is offensively underperforming, mm-hmm. especially our superstars like Julio and whatnot. Yeah. Eventually, you think they got to hit their stride. And if the pitching can stay up the way it has so far and we can find our offense, like this team has a pretty good shot this year, I would say. Yeah, I'm not really worried about the team. And that's kind of why I've not really been paying too much attention to the negatives of this team, like Julio doing bad, for example, and Teoscar Hernandez not I've hitting well. I've seen some really dumb reactionary um, responses. Yeah, to I just think it's like way too early in the season. Like, I feel like I did this to the past two years. I got like really worried and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this team. And then they turn it around. So I've learned my lesson. I'm just going to like let them play subpar baseball in the early months and then let them figure it out and come August and September when it matters. But that being said, uh, covering the baseball hockey news, moving on to the NFL. Got a little schedule release last Thursday and we'll be playing the LA Rams week one of the season. I'm calling it early. I'm chalking that up as a 1-0 start to the season. What do you have to say about that, Ryan, and your overall Yeah, do you want to just like go through the schedule and do our predictions? Sure, why not? Uh, let me just pull it up because I do not have it memorized yet. Yeah, um, me neither. I know we played Rams and then the Lions, I want to say. I think it's Rams. Yeah, it is Lions week two. And yeah. I actually think so. I'll just give my Rams prediction right now. Uh, I think we win that pretty easily. Well, because do we know if Matt Stafford is going to be healthy by then? I or? don't think the Rams know, dude. He's ha- He has tendinitis in his elbow. That doesn't ever go away. Yeah. You just deal. It's a pain management thing. And mm-hmm. if he can't. If he can't torque that thing, like he becomes a much lesser quarterback because that's been his M.O. his entire career is just how strong his arm is and his his accuracy. Right. Um, But I just I think the Rams are they're finally dealing with the cap uh, situation that they've been kicking down the road for like six years. It's all come to a head here and their team is just awful right Mm -hmm. now. Like Cooper Cup, Stafford, Aaron Donald. Who else is on that team that scares you? No one. The, that pause itself said everything. That team yeah. is just, they're basically in a rebuild mode, even though in theory they have, you know, a couple of the best players in the league on their team. So they're always dangerous. McVay is a great coach. The Rams are the Rams. It's probably not going to be a blowout, but I I would guess that we win that game somewhere around the lines of like 24-13, 24-14, 24-10, something like that. But it doesn't really get comfortable till close to the end of the game is my prediction. Uh, but next game on the schedule is uh, the Lions, as you alluded to. Um, I think the fact that we're playing them on September 17th, early on week two in the season is going to bode well for us. Cause a Jameson Williams is going to be gone. That's a big factor. You know, we're going to have a young secondary beyond the safeties out there. So, you know, I, I, one play that comes to mind last year, early on in the season is Kobe Bryant, just getting absolutely burned by, um, the Broncos receiver. Why can I not think of his name right now? Judy, Jerry, Judy, you, do you know? Do you remember that play I'm talking about? The touchdown throw. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a bad throw by Russ too. It was an underthrow. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I feel like the underthrows are one of the more difficult throws to defend, though, because especially if you don't have your head around and you're playing the receiver. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, you can overplay the ball, and then they 
kind of just do a little maneuver where they do like a hook move and then just go off and you score. see a lot of pis called on plays like that too mm-hmm. but uh yeah i so getting a little ahead here but i feel like the seahawks have a really good chance to get off to a hot start next next season mm-hmm. and uh i know so this one it's gonna be in detroit and it's a 10 a.m kickoff game but I just like our odds. Um, I think the Lions were the NFL world's darling towards the end of the season last year. And rightfully so, they were a fun team to watch. But I do think they're getting a little overrated. I'm seeing some people put them as the third best team in the NFC. I don't see it. Jared Goff is still your quarterback. I don't believe in him. Um, I think they're getting closer and they may be a wild card team this year. But I just like our odds against them this season for sure. But what do you have going on in that game? I actually, I think we'll lose this game. Um, I really? Think, I th- yeah, I think we'll lose this game in another shootout. Um, but again, uh, Seahawks teams, I feel like early on in the year, it's it's hard for us to get a hot start. I know we had that 5-0 and start a couple years ago. That was our best start we of had, our franchise. I mean, even our Super Bowl year, we only went 4-1 and one to start the year. Uh, yeah, um, but I don't know. I just I don't underestimate this Lions team. I think that it can just be a game that, uh, you know, early on in the year we just still need to figure some things out offensively and defensively. It could go either way, though. I'm just going to I'm gonna give the Lions the benefit of the doubt here since they're the home team. And, uh, yeah, I, could, I, I don't think we're going to be winning every game, and I think this is just one of those – those games like kind of similar to the Falcons game last year, man. I watched that game literally on the waterfront of Kona, Hawaii, beautiful day. And I was so fucking mad for like (laughs) 30 seconds. And then I kind of just turned around. I was like, I don't care about football. Let's go get drunk on the beach. Yeah. But yeah, those are, I, I do see what you mean. Sometimes it's almost like the four first four games of the season is almost like an extended preseason sometimes because a lot of like, do you remember in 2012, the Arizona Cardinals started off four and oh and then finished and then they lost every game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I see what you mean. The early season, it's it's a little harder to project. Yeah. Um. So moving on to week three, I against the Carolina Panthers. That is a home game. I have us winning this game pretty soundly. Um. I think that Bryce is going to have some issues against the 12th man um, like. I feel like a lot of rookies in the past have. Um, Pete Carroll is historically good against rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, and I mean, I do think Bryce is going to probably have a pretty good season, but um, yeah, I just don't I don't see us losing this game at home uh, to a Panthers team that has a lot of new additions and I don't think is going to have it figured out by week three. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, their defense and run game could make it annoying for a while, um, but I, I they think beat us last year with Sam Darnold. So, I mean, they did. And I mean, Sam Darnold played a disgusting game. I was there for that. I spent hundreds of dollars to see that with my dad. Big mistake. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we're going to be a much improved defense this year, especially, you know, I, pe- I think people are forgetting like we have Bobby back and mm-hmm. that's going to that's going to be huge for this defense. Yeah. So I, I have us winning that one as well. Um, I think that may be, end up being kind of a low-scoring game, but I, I think we'll pull it out. And then the next week, so we got a primetime game against the Giants here on Monday Night Football. I actually think we're going to win this too. We beat them soundly last season, and it could have even been more of a big victory if there wasn't some crazy turnovers by that Giants defense that mm-hmm. they forced. And I, So I may be wrong, 
But I want to say it was Julian Love on the Giants that forced a fumble on Tyler Lockett against us last year. I could be wrong. I don't even remember It was a member of their secondary. But we have Julian Love now, and I think that's been kind of lost in all the moves that have happened here. But he's a really good player. He may end up being our uh, nickel, or I think what's going to happen is, you remember the kind of role we had for um, the backup safety that we just lost? Uh, Ryan Neal. Yeah, Ryan Neal. I think Julian Love is going to kind of take over the role that Ryan Neal had going. Mm -hmm. And so that means he's going to get a lot of time on the field because Ryan Neal, even when Jamal and Quandre were healthy, was was active quite a bit in this defense. Um, All that to say, I I think the Giants, they're an emerging team, but they just allocated so much money to a mediocre quarterback and a running back who isn't even playing and wants more money. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think they might have a tough time this year, and I think we're going to win that game. Agreed. I think that Pete Carroll knows how to exploit quarterbacks that are fraudulent like Mac, or, uh, Mac Jones, <laughs> like Daniel Jones. Um, and, yeah, I think we win this game pretty soundly. Uh, I don't think it's a one-score game. Um, I think our offense is going to be clicking against the Giants. Uh, I do think Brian Dable is a good coach. Uh, I do too. And I I don't think they're going to be slouches on defense. I just think, I don't know, I just hope by, you know, week, heading into the bye week, we have we have things figured out somewhat offensively and uh, are spreading the ball around JSN and DK and, and Lockett. But uh, so, yeah, I have us winning this game and we are now sitting at three and one heading into the, oh, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah. Three and one heading into the bye week. Um, stupid that we have such an early bye week. Yeah. Especially with the extension of the season. Like, how about just make the bye weeks week eight on? Like, why do we yeah. need a bye week so goddamn early? It, I'm almost like, why don't we just start having, if we're going to extend the season so much, don't add another game, just add another bye week. Like, mm-hmm. these players are getting killed with these Thursday night games and with the 17-game yeah. schedule plus the preseason games. It's like, come on. I think the week five... By is the worst. It's worse than any opponent on our schedule. Agreed. In my Agreed. Um, so following the week five by, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is going to be the funnest game to watch of the year, um, just because I enjoy watching the Bengals offense. They're really fun, and we, have, we haven't even we haven't played them since they've had Burrow. I don't believe. Yeah, Andy Dolan was their quarterback in 2019. It was actually DK's first game. So first catch. I'm actually going to say. Joe Burrow says defeated against the Seahawks and we go into Cincy and upset him. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun battle. It's arguably a battle between the two best receiving cores in the NFL Mm -hmm. right now. I mean, maybe the Eagles, you could, you could throw into that argument as well. Um, since I have us at four and oh, I feel a little crazy having us start at five and oh. So I, I think we, we drop this one in like a 34, 31, just thrilling game. Realistically, we drop it, but I don't know. No, st- stick to your pick. I like it. Yeah. Uh, P. Carroll always does find a way to have the team play up to these big games, too. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we won. I just I'm trying to temper my. We almost beat the Chiefs last year in Kansas City. Yeah, I think if we had a little better game offensively, we'd have had it. We. I mean, had we didn't chance. almost beat them, but we played them tough. Yeah, yeah. 
next up, we got the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to win. <laughs> I don't even care. Yeah, that's a home. We are going to destroy them. I'm Buckle not. up. What's up, Bird Gang? Jonathan Gannon, your new head coach. Arizona Cardinals. Ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. See you soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess maybe I should... Have a little more respect for them. You know, they do have some dangerous players and DeAndre Hopkins. No, we're going to. I win. don't even think. I mean, Murray might not even be playing in that game. But yeah, he might enough, not be healthy. Colt McCoy kind of scares me more, though, is the thing. Buckle up. We've never yeah. beaten him. He's beat us every time. I know. That's <laughs> awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I agree. I think we're going to win this game. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Cardinals. They're a dumpster fire right now, and yeah. I don't think that buckle up is going to save them. So, <laughs> buckle up. Uh, moving on to what is it? Week nine, week ten. Uh, I think it's week. Oh, we, no, week, week eight. eight. Sorry, uh, against the Browns, we're going to kick their ass. It's at home. I mean, Deshaun Watson is probably gonna you know get another massage this summer and get suspended so i'm not i just think he didn't really look very good last year like all year he looked really rusty and just never really looked like he found it found his game and it's yet to say if he does at all i mean we saw what happened to russ and he kind of never really found it the whole year also like another thing with the deshaun watson situation is the guy got almost a quarter bill guaranteed already so like how do you motivate yourself as a human when you have that much money and you're, you're this is a fair point. I don't know. It, I, the Browns are going to broke the NFL a little bit. That was the dumbest fucking thing ever, but I have us winning that game as well. So right now let's see. I have us at six and one, I think after, after, uh, yeah, eight weeks with a bye. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty hot start. And then up next, on the road against the Ravens. So here's the thing with this game. I don't like this game. I, 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 could, I think there's an argument to be made that we're a better team than the Ravens. Um, I think they've been on a little bit of a downward slope for the last three years. Um, I just, I think on the road, after reeling off a few wins, at this point in the schedule, I do have us dropping this one. Um, this is a really hard one to call, in my opinion, but I have us falling to six and two here. What do you see happening with this game? <clears throat> yeah, I have a I have us losing this game as well. I just think it's going to be a tough game to win going into Baltimore. John Harbaugh is a good coach. He is. Um, yeah. They beat us last time we played them uh, in Seattle. I just. Yeah. Crazy that was four years ago already. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think we're gonna go into Baltimore and win. Uh, we stole the game from Cincy. I think this is a game we don't steal. And so you're also at six and two at this point, then, huh? That's correct. And then next week, got it against the this, Commanders. This game depends on how my boy Sam Howell plays. If Sam is, he's really if, your boy. If he has the MVP <laughs> season that that I think he's gonna have. Then, then we'll have to wait and see. But uh, this game, I want to say we win. I mean, the Commanders, the what was it, two years ago when we lost to them on Monday Night Football, that was one of the worst losses Oh yeah. that I can... I'm surprised I even remember it. It's crazy because it we... So I mean, we loss. got the onside kickback and looked like we might win that game. Mm-hmm. But it was like... It was kind of a classic... 
So the thing is, I always thought this was a Seahawk thing to play awfully for like 58 minutes and then win in the end. And I think it might be a Russell Wilson thing now that I've seen a year of him on the Broncos. Like he got a lot of game winning drives and, you know, like always had a great rating in the fourth quarter and whatnot. But I think back to it and it's like a lot of games he kind of played like shit for three quarters and then pulled something out of his ass at the end of the game and that's what we had. I mean, 2021 is when the wheels were kind of falling off on mm-hmm. his ability to keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, um, this game, I also almost circled as like just a disappointing loss. Cause something about where it is on the schedule and the fact that the commanders for whatever reason have given us trouble in years past. Um, I just think that we're going to win this one. I agree. I think a final decision, but it might be an awful game. I think it'll be an ugly game. Uh, Agreed. I think we win. It's probably going to be rainy as hell. It's mid November. Yeah. The following week, I also, I'm going to say we sweep the Rams, go eight and two heading into the game against the chiefs. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, that's exactly what I had at this point. So, uh, this heading into the San Francisco game, we may even have a better record at this point than them. Yeah. Um, um, and it's it's really hard to project midway through the season. You know, we don't play the 49ers at all at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Who the hell is going to be their quarterback at November 19th or what? It, what is it? November 23rd. So almost like it's and this is on Thanksgiving. That's right. Um, that's kind of cool. But anywho, that's that's tricky. I. I think depending on the 49ers offensive situation, like if, if they have some quarterback playing well, I think it's a pretty tough W for us. For some reason, I thought that was the Chiefs logo. That's my bad. I, oh. said, the, I said the Chiefs earlier. Oh, it's all good. I, you know, from a distance, it kind of looks like the Chiefs logo. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have... This is tough. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to say we win this game. I think we finally get one on them. Yeah. God, I want to say we win. I'm going to say we win this one. I'm going to get, I'm going to jump ahead and I'm going to say we drop the next two. That That's, that's exactly what I have too. I would hate losing to the Cowboys on national television, but um, I think nine and two at that point, we maybe are a team that's like played a little bit better than even we expected at that mm-hmm. point. And, Especially after, I'm going to predict that the 49ers win on Thanksgiving is like an emotional wild ride that's down to the last second. And it's just, we kind of have a hangover the next two weeks about it. So we find ourselves at nine and four heading into maybe our toughest game of the schedule at home against the defending NFC champions. This is tough. This is tough here. Um, I would hate to say... We drop three in a row towards the end of the season. I think we do. I personally, I, I kind of think we do too. Um, I don't think it means much though, because we played two really, or I mean, three really good playoff teams. We lose all three of them with, a, with a good be, record. We've already won games against teams that are that could arguably be better than us. I don't like. I said I don't think losing yeah. to these three teams in a row means much. I think well, it's just, we have a four game stretch. Against the three best NFC teams. Mm-hmm. All of those teams are better than the Seahawks right now, in my opinion. I, I think we closed the gap significantly this offseason, but I, the Cowboys, 
the 49ers, the Eagles, they're they're all better than us right now, in in my opinion. So I have us falling to nine and four going into the game against the Titans. Wouldn't that be nine and five? No. No? Three losses. Or yeah, I know. Okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, it is nine and five. Yeah, so nine and five going into we both have nine and five going into the Titans game. What I think, think we're going to beat the Titans, though. Yeah, we don't even know who their quarterback's going to be at this point. It could be Tannehill, but he could be hurt, and then could be Will Levis. We don't know. Yeah, if it's Malik Willis or Will Levis. I, I heard Malik Willis is going to get cut. That's so crazy. Remember yeah. last year we were like, is he going to be the number two overall pick? And now he might have a hard time making an NFL roster. It's Bru- crazy. Brutal world, man. Uh, so, yeah, I have us going to 10 and 5 here against the Titans. I think this is a get right game for us and honestly a get right stretch of our mm-hmm. schedule because I have us winning out from here on. So I have us beating the Titans, beating the Steelers at home. Uh, that's going to be a big game. I think that'll be a fun one. Uh, the Steelers are always a tough team to play. Tomlin refuses to have a losing season, so they'll probably be a frisky team at the end of the year here. But I think we'll be at home. We'll have the urgency to, you know, get to the playoffs at this point. And then we get a nice little cakewalk game at the end of the year against the Cardinals just to pad our stats. So I have us going. What was that? Did I only give us five losses? Twelve and five. I think that's doable. I feel like it's not crazy. That makes me coming back at the end here. It makes me want to throw another L in there because I feel like we're an 11 and six team. Well, okay, if you do that, then give my Bengals game an L because that's a game we steal and probably won't win. But I'm doing it because I want us to win it. I would either have like the 49ers sweeping us or or the Ravens game. Maybe I think I gave us an L there. Maybe the Commanders game or one of the Rams games. But the thing is, okay. like, I went through this and I made a pick. I got to stick with it. I, I guess I have us going 12 and 5. Same. That's crazy. Remember last year we were like 8 and 9 and 9 and 8, which was really close. Almost. Yeah. So hopefully we have the same track record this year and we go to 12 and 5 because mm-hmm. that could win the West. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason. Like, the 49ers are arguably worse than they were last year. I don't like Jimmy G, but I think I think Brock Purdy is getting so overrated by the media. And also, hey, guys, he doesn't have this ligament right now mm-hmm. that's getting surgically repaired or was surgically repaired. I don't know if you've ever tried to throw a football with pain in your elbow. It's horrible. No, but I've tried to throw in a baseball and it's yeah, terrible you like you can't do it mm-hmm. so i there's a chance he can't even play this season anyways and yeah. trey lance is like a complete question mark darnold gonna darnold mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know i i think the 49ers like their roster's great but the most important position on their team is a big question mark so yeah. i i like our odds to win the west this year i i think there's a better than not chance that we are a wild card again but yeah, twelve and five is my my final prediction, and yours too, evidently. Yep, twelve and five it is, and uh, we're gonna be a two seed. Two seeds. Yep. I miss the days when a two seed got you a buy. It kind of sucks that it just doesn't now. Like, yeah, because the number one seed. I mean, a number one seed has made it to like how many of the last Super Bowls? That that buy in the playoffs is so huge. It really is. Yeah. Well, 
two seed it is. I don't know who we're going to be playing as a seven seed or as the eight seed or no seven seed. There's seven teams in yeah. each conference. Um, Maybe the Lions <clears throat> could be like that. I hope not. Vikings. But could be. <laughs> That'd be a fun playoff game. Though, <clears throat> yeah. Because at the end of the year, like they probably would be hitting their stride too. It'd be it'd be an exciting matchup. Yeah. So with that out of the way, we'll we'll make more predictions about the schedule like maybe right before the season starts probably after we get through the whole off season after everyone gets injured in the preseason yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully we avoid most of that but yeah. uh some notes uh we had rookie minicamp this weekend i'm not gonna make a big deal about anything that happened there because the last time something noteworthy uh, the only noteworthy things i can remember actually happening during rookie minicamp is one people were like whoa this thomas rawls guy might make the team and two, this Russell Wilson guy is really good. We're like the biggest things I heard out of rookie minicamps in the last 10 years that actually mattered at, you know, the start of the season. But some notes from it were Mike Morris, the guy we got in the fifth round out of Michigan, looks really good. And he's huge. We'll have to go to the, what, the first week of the... The training camp? And at the end of July? Yeah, I'm down. That was so fun last <coughs> time. But... uh yeah, Mike Morris looked good. He's up to like 295, so he's right in the range of ideal 3-4 defensive end weight now, which mm -hmm. is awesome because, you know, we need guys like that in a bad way. Uh, but I'm kind of less worried about the defensive line now because we just made another signing this week of defensive end Mario Edwards. Mm -hmm. uh, he's played with the Titans the last few seasons, and this guy, he's 29 years old. He's played in the league for um, eight seasons and he's primarily played 3-4 defensive end. So he's not the most productive guy in the world, gets like two or three sacks a season, but honestly, a 3-4 defensive end, it's not like a 4-3 end or mm -hmm. a 3-4 outside linebacker. You don't get as many opportunities to bring the quarterback down, but this guy just is a solid vet. He'll be a rotational piece, and he might arguably be better than Jerron Reed. So I think that just made our defensive line a whole lot better uh, along with the rookies we got. And another note is uh, Cameron Young, our fourth round nose tackle we drafted. So mm -hmm. at the combine, he weighed in at 304. Apparently he's up to 320 now. So he's at that weight now where you can take up two gaps, engage two blockers at once because you're just a hulk of a human being, you know. So I'm feeling better about the line. Um People want to make a big deal about nose tackle and it's an important position, but the fact that we have some people now that are the like ideal frame to do the job and have ex some experience, whether it be college or, you know, just any sort of experience playing that position. Um, I'm less worried about it because John Schneider said that it's a position that he's seen a lot of success out of young guys at. Mm -hmm. So I'll take their word for it. I feel better now that Bobby's back there instead of someone like the linebacker formerly known as um, Cody Barton. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the main storylines I saw. Um, we're holding out Witherspoon and, and Jigba from doing team drills right now just because we're being cautious with some midseason injuries they mm -hmm. had last year i'm not worried about it those yeah, guys and jigba needs to get healthy like end of story he, well, didn't, he, he didn't play in the college football playoffs for a reason he ran his 40 he ran a 448 <coughs> 45 it was mm -hmm. hand time so a little less but like so he's he was healthy enough to do that months ago i'm not concerned about his health but 
those guys are first round picks. Those guys have a lot of experience and they're two of the more talented players on our team. I don't really care how much how many reps they get this summer, you know? We want mm-hmm. them to be getting reps in September, October in games. Right. So I'm would much rather be cautious with them than have them get hurt in August and be out for the year. Couldn't agree more. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think we have like voluntary OTAs coming up soon and then mandatory mini camp in about a month. So mm-hmm. not a whole lot of exciting news. Probably to come. probably we'll be slowing down on the weekly episodes. I yeah. mean you guys saw we didn't make an episode this past week. Partially because I mean, I don't know about you, but it was so damn sunny out that it was Yeah. Ca- I'm sweating bullets right now. Just That's sitting why there's here. a cat behind me. I normally we lock him out, but it's so hot <laughs> in our studio right now that you just had to keep the door open. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it from me. Uh, we'll probably be making an episode coming at you within the next week or two. Um, but yeah, JR takes sounding off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for watching.